Before I begin um, giving some instruction, I'd like to ask if, if anybody has any question, especially if we're not going to be meeting in the immediate future in a small group, if you have a question uh, then uh, about your practice that would be helpful to bring forward, um, I'd like to welcome it. What I'd like to talk about this morning is uh, a little bit more about what I've been calling the story, that we, we carry a story about ourselves, and we go into this story, and it's not that we carry one story, we carry a lot of different stories around about ourselves, and, and we create stories about things that we experience and why this is not helpful and why we should you know relinquish that uh, renounce it and and just be present in the body so when you know somebody asks you and I don't I mean everybody uh, this is a normal thing. You know, um, when somebody asks, well, who are you? You know, who are you? Uh, and you, so we may, we, we may offer a name, um, which is, you know, our, our label. Um, and we may say something about our gender. We may talk about something that we do. You say, well, I'm a teacher, or I'm a, a nurse, or a doctor, or a therapist. Um, we may say, I'm a mother, or a father. Um, you know, we may even say, well, I'm, you know, I'm a, a seeker, a seeker of, of truth, a seeker of meaning. <coughs> You know, but but if you say that to yourself, if you say that kind of story to yourself, you know, okay, well, well, who am I? And then you know, just take a minute and think, okay, well, I'm a this, I'm a that. It doesn't really say who you are, does it? I mean, it feels kind of just like a label. It's what it really is is an activity. It's a role. It's a role. It's like an actor, you know, has a role. And an actor, you know, uh, may play many, many different roles. You know, an actor may play uh, the role of Queen Elizabeth. And then she may play the role of, uh, you know, a, um, a photographer, you know, Photographer, journalist, or something like that. So, they're they're activities. They're they're things that we do. They're ways that we interact and connect with. Um, uh, yeah, ways that we interact or connect with other people, and um, but they're not who we are. They're not who we are. They're, they're just uh, 
a little snapshot, a moment uh, in time. Um, so, so all the more when we carry labels of you know things that w- maybe we experienced in our early lives. You know, um, maybe uh, maybe we were. Uh, kind of lonely as a child, or even neglected, or or even abused, you know. And we see ourselves as a a kind of a victim, or a, or an outsider, or or somebody who is not worthy, you know. If we're if we're not if we're not really loved and and ex- that value expressed in those early formative years, sometimes we we uh, have a story about ourselves that, you know, we're not worthy of being loved. And we carry that story unconsciously around within us. And it shapes how we perceive the world. It shapes how we perceive life. And our perceptions really shape how we experience each moment. Um... Our perceptions are conditioned, and uh, and so what we can take in, you know, like even somebody looking at us with love, you know, can we take that in? If our perception is that we're not worthy, if our story is that we're not worthy, so stories, in other words are something that we we put over experience and it's a kind of abstraction uh, and it's they're not true they're, they're, they're not the truth I'm not I'm not dismissing the value of stories Stories can be also can be wonderful. They can be wonderful teaching tools. Myths can give us an idea of you know the different energies and powers that are available in life. You know the myth of the hero. You know the the myths of the you know the, the the wise woman or the wise man, the sage. You know, these, these myths can help us give di- direction and inspire us and, uh, and fuel our imagination. <clears throat> so I'm talking about the stories of self, the stories that we create of self, whether it's victim or outsider or not good enough or uh, or even better than everybody you know, that's another kind of story I'm better than everybody um, it uh, it's a, it's a real uh, obstacle from really meeting this moment you know as as the Zen nun said, you know, meeting life 
with our whole body. There's a, uh, there's a Korean Zen teacher, uh, Seung Sang, who, who used an expression very curious, which was quite curious, and it, you know, his English was not so great, and he, you know, he sometimes came out with interesting expressions. He said, he said, have a don't know mind. I don't know mind. Like, so I don't know. I don't know what life is. You know, life is too big for me to know in a conceptual way. I don't know what life holds. I don't know who I am. Like, can we, can we be in that not knowing? of what this is, what this beingness is. In a way, we can know through presence. Presence, presence in our aliveness, in our beingness, is a kind of knowing which is non-conceptual. It doesn't, it's not a story it's not concepts. It's, it's a knowing which is uh, transcending the, the kind of words that we put on things. You know, any word that you use, and again, I'm not, I'm not dismissing the value of words and of ideas they we we use them they can open many doors new doors for us in our spiritual journey we need to see the limitations of ideas and not like ideas are doorways into uh, an encounter An idea is not an end in itself, or a word is not an end in itself. Words compartmentalize and are always dualistic. Like if we have, we have an idea of good and an idea of bad, an idea of beautiful and an idea of ugly, if we didn't have an idea of beautiful, would we have any idea of ugly? And, and doesn't it happen sometimes that we, when we look deeply at something that somebody might have said that's ugly and we can see that in a strange and interesting way, it's beautiful. So, so ideas and stories and words have their limitations. So when we bring our, 
our presence, when we bring this presence to experience. It brings us into a silent witnessing. And even witnessing, you know, words, because they are words, you know, create a dualism. So it's not a witnessing as a subject-object, but it's, I keep coming back to the word presence, because the presence is a kind of awareness which is open and awareness 